Hi, I'm Maggie Hackett. And I'm Mary Frances Galandri. And you're listening to Between, Between the, the Bookends. Which is a, a weekly podcast series about two young writers and their experiences. Um, this week's topic is, um, is it creating a cover? Or? Yes. I guess it's just creating a cover. We didn't really have anything too fancy for it. Um, so we're just going to kind of discuss um, covers. And elements that we like to see in covers, as well as our own um, experiences with covers. Yeah. Like, with our own works. I think the first thing that I kind of wanted to bring up was, we went to um, Barnes & Noble recently, and there's this really, like, unique cover that I saw that was um, all white. I don't remember what the name of the book was. But the cover really stood out to me because it was, like, burned through. It was a book, actually, it was about, mm-hmm. like, acid rain or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, it was called H2O, thank you. Um, <laughs> that was uh, Mary Franz or my Ariel. Um, but, yeah, it's called H2O, and um, it, it looked very interesting because it, it, it was cool. You could see, like, the writing through it, so it was, like, a really unique idea for a cover because I've never seen anything like that before. So was, I thought that was really cool. It was really thematic, too, I thought. Yes. So let's, since you mentioned that, let's start off by talking about what we, what you see when you see a book cover, like elements you like to see in a book cover. What are some elements you like to see? Um, I think something that grabs your attention, just bold. It doesn't have to be like bright orange colored, even though that did get my attention at the bookstore. Like, I'm not going to lie. I saw this obnoxious colored orange, um, (laughs) book and I was like, what is that? It was just plain orange, but, um... I mean, you can. You don't have to do like that to completely grab somebody's attention. I think that was almost kind of like, like a little look at low me. blow. Come on, look at my book. Um, but um, I, I mean, I, I think something bold that that will stand out. Like whether it's a bold, really pretty image, or um, like uh, the how the text is. I think text is really important. It's kind of kind of go with the theme of the book. Um, just things like that. I don't know, like, bold colors definitely, um, just, I don't know, it depends on, like, if you want to do the orange thing, that's fine. But, um, (laughs) something that, that represents, I think, the theme of the book that can grab somebody's attention that's kind of, um, unique. And, like, it goes with the book, kind of like that H2O book, um, I was talking about earlier. Mary Fran? Um, I read romances, so those are obviously very different uh, types of book covers. And I, I really like pastel covers, Ooh, and yeah, and very light, bright covers, not obnoxious orange. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> I forgot what that book's title was, but I, I just remember it was obnoxious orange. <laughs> but I, I love pastels, and I also love um, more sentimental objects on the cover. I know romance novels have this habit of showing half-naked men and half-naked women, <laughs> but that's not necessarily a romance novel cover either. Um, and we've actually they've actually moved to more minimalist covers. I feel like in the last uh, since Fifty Shades of Grey, obviously with just the gray tie, we've moved towards more of that minimalist. Mm-hmm. But I, I like, like that too. It's really pretty. I like that to some degree. I don't like when it gets too dark. Then I'm like, ugh kind of makes you question what kind of book it is like a knife on the cover (laughs) yeah (laughs) right or just to i mean there's just a way to do it but i do love um some of my favorite covers have ever been done are katherine anderson's covers and hers are always have like flowers or something on it or very naturey covers they're just beautiful i mean you just look at them and you're like wow that's stunning 
And uh, another cover, another one who does have great covers is uh, Nora Roberts uh, for her original um, Bride Quartet series. They were these gorgeous covers because there was beautiful wedding dresses on the covers of these. I mean, I remember the one is a, um, the one on the front of Bed of Roses is a Kleinfeld dress. And obviously Kleinfeld is one of the biggest uh, wedding, wedding dress shops in the, in the country. So seeing those, I, and I also love beautiful dresses on the covers of yes, books. Yes, I know. I'm thinking of um, that series Lux, Lux which has the great. huge um, like 1800 styles ball gowns just sweeping across the whole book, um, cover to cover. I mean, well, back cover to front cover. And it shows like the girl on it too. And it's just stunning. Those ones I love. And um, another series I thought that did that um, in the romance genre was um, Susan Wiggs' um, Chicago Fire trilogy. Um, and these were all books set around the Chicago, Great Chicago Fire of 19, 1871, I believe. And there were three three books. And one, the first one had this beautiful blue corseted gown on the front. The second one had a purple gown and the other the last one had this beautiful orange. And they were totally not time period dresses, I'm going <laughs> to tell you that. Well, they were kind of similar because they were corseted, but they were the most I mean, that cover grabbed my eye purely because of that. Because of the the, the honestly a pretty dress always catches my attention. Yes, me too. <laughs> I'm a girl in that yeah. respect. I love that stuff. But it also adds an air of class to a novel. Mm -hmm. And it makes you kind of think about the type of lifestyle that's going to be evoked in that novel. That's very true. So those are elements I really like, and that's what I see in a lot of romances. Um, I feel like in general fiction, I really don't look at the cover. Usually if I'm reading a general fiction novel, it's because it's word of mouth to me, because romance is my number one genre. But to me, as far as a genre, romance is the one where I would consider the covers to be what sticks out the most. For me for me personally. Yeah, I know um, uh, a lot of what I usually focus on is the title because of the spine is what I normally see first, but um, if it is facing the other way in like a bookstore or whatever, then mm -hmm. definitely cover is super, super important. Um, I know um, I haven't read these books yet, but they have beautiful, beautiful covers and I always thought so. Um, the Fallen series, I think, yes. Fallen, is that the one I'm thinking of? They're like really dark. Um, the first one I think has like a girl on the cover, um, like hands over her face um, with like a really pretty like black dress on and the background is kind of smoky and gray. Um, it's just really, really pretty. And I'm kind of into that like darker, um, darker themed books, I guess. So that kind of grabs my attention too, if it kind of looks like a little bit darker, a little bit more sinister of a plot going on, like underlying the theme. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, there was another book that I was just thinking of. Um, oh, um, the Marked series also has really well done covers. I thought mm -hmm. um, they they've stayed pretty consistent throughout. Like, oh my gosh, there's like fifteen books now, I think. Um, uh, but yeah, there's there's a ton of books, and they've stayed um, pretty consistent with them, which is really cool. Um, and basically, like, the first one, it, it's just, like, a, a face, um, on the cover, like, half of a face kind of blurred out by the darkness. And then, um, they, they have some other books, too, that show, um, the main character on it, and then they start going into, like, um, uh, more supporting characters on the covers of the book, if that's, like, kind of their book, um, that revolves more around that character. So I think those are really beautiful, well-done covers. And what's interesting about um, these authors too, uh, PC and Kristen Cast, 
is that they do, um, they started doing on their hardcover books, like, if you take off the cover, it's actually like a poster on the back, so I thought that was kind of cool too. Um, and on, like, the covers too, you can tell, like, the main character gets, like, um, kind of like more tattoos as she goes on through the series, um, which you'll just have to read it to figure out what that's about. Um, but they, they, they kind of follow that uh, with the covers too. So I think that was really well done and really interesting too, as you see that her kind of growth through that, like you can physically see it. I think covers are just crucial. I mean, we, yes, you and I as writers like titles. But a cover really is and is a big factor for a lot of people in how they pick up a book, how they buy a book. Very true. <clears throat> and I also think that good cover creating has become kind of a lost art, um, and I hate to say this, but in self-publishing, a lot of authors tend to make their own covers and do it very cheaply, and it reflects. And oftentimes, if, a if you have a cheap cover, people tend to think that that will that deteriorates the quality of your book. I hate to say that, but that is the truth. Like if you do not have a professional looking book, people judge that. That's true. Um, I feel like the only way you could get away with that is if it's like a classic novel and maybe it doesn't have like a super modern looking cover. But you know, sometimes, you know, like through word of mouth, like Mary Fran was saying, like somebody can be more attracted to that based on the story, but you have to hear about it and know it first. Or it has to be like a really well-known book. Exactly. It has to have some reputation behind it. Otherwise, I'm, I have honestly not bought in books because of covers. Yeah, I can see that. I've honestly, mm -hmm. yeah. because I feel like, and the thing is, some self-published authors are great at covers, to be honest. They're great at um, hiring cover artists or doing them themselves and just making their covers look wonderful. But others just, they, they, they may be more confident in their Photoshop skills than they should be. And that's kind of a horrible thing to say, but like, I love Photoshop, but I know I couldn't make a good cover in it. Like a cover that I'd want to present to the world. So. I think that's just something you have to figure out on your own too. Like if you want to self-publish um, or like have, you know, a part in making your cover, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like a tattoo. <laughs> like, do you actually want to draw it yourself, or do you want to give it to somebody who's maybe more experienced, more um, professional at it? So, and, and it's just your preference. If you're really confident in, like, you know, your Photoshop skills or anything like that, and you you really want the cover to look a certain way specifically, like, and you want to be the one who creates it, then go for it. Um, but there's always options out there for, you know, somebody else to do it for you, and that might be a good idea. It just depends on what you want to do. It depends on how. I mean, and also, and yeah, it, your budget does, if you're self-publishing, your budget is a huge issue. So, I mean, you just have to really be careful on the type of image you're trying to project to your audience. It doesn't have to be an expensive cover. It just has to be something that gives you some, I feel, like, credibility. And I know, Mary Fran, you have like a cover artist that you it's your go-to um person to make your cover so i think that's that's important too so like find a good cover artist that you like or you know um have somebody recommend it one to you and, and then stick with it you know if that's what you like stick with it um and i know mary friend gets a really good deal for her covers too reasonably priced very um 
Robin is a Robin Ludwig is a fa fantastic uh, graphic arts um, book cover designer. She does um, author swag, anything for authors and their books. She does a lot of great work, and um, her covers, which I, I've had mine, I've had her do four covers for me, and they've all been so reasonably priced, and they look great. I mean, I'm not ashamed of those covers. I'm very proud of them, in fact. They're, they're, Robin they're beautiful covers. And I'm always, I always make sure that I give Robin, like, as much credit as I possibly can, because she is incredible and does an amazing job. But I, it took a lot of work to find her. Mm. Especially, I was a senior in high school, I didn't want to really want to waste my money or have my money or being taken advantage of or you know anything or, or get crappy work done right and I found her and I've actually found her through my furry first critique partner because she had her done some of her covers as well and whoo just like I was that tired and she did um such a great she did great work I mean she continues to do great work I need to get in contact with her actually because I need to get my next cover done <laughs> but that's here nor there but yeah I think cover design is so important I really do I think it, it's and it also is such a representation of the mood of your story yeah definitely which for example like the pastels um, in the romance almost typically represent a lighter mood if there are more bold colors um, they tend to be a little more edgy I think in, in the romance genre anyway I see like brighter colors are bolder and then darker ones are kind of more um, more ooh, they tend to those are tend to be more the erotic romances are darker covers because it's more sensual yeah it's and, like 50 shades yeah <laughs> right, like 50 shades of gray is a dark cover and yeah. so is bared to you the crossfire novels except aside from the one that's coming out April 5th all of like grayish or black covers with like elements of different colors like brown green and blue in them but the new one is bright white with red that's interesting. and i'm like what <laughs> i was kind of <laughs> confused myself i'm like okay that totally doesn't follow anything you've done with the rest of the elements but okay but it's mm. a that's an that that's one another great example of modern like minimalist cover design sylvia day's bared to you series because sylvia day's um original book bared to you was a self-published book and I, the original cover was a woman covered in a satin sheet, and you only saw her from the back. But her new covers, the for new Bear 2 cover was a, um, it's like a gray table um, with a cufflinks laying on the table, and there's X's on, X's in alternating colors on the, uh, on the uh, cufflinks. And those were actual cufflinks that the character in the book wore. And that was so much more to me representative and it was so personalized to the book. Like you knew Berkeley had paid good money for a cover there. <laughs> but then again, that's that's a big publishing company that can afford great cover designers. So. Yeah. It's very dependent. Um, I know Maggie, you and I have talked about prototype covers. Mm -hmm. Do you wanna talk about your prototype covers right now? Um. Yeah, I can. Um, I think of where I should start. <laughs> I guess um, with uh, the one I'm working on now is, um, well obviously it has to kind of follow the mood of the book, um, like mermaids are the main characters. So um, it's got a lot of blues in it for, for my prototype. Um, 
kind of a smoky look to it. Um, but it's also kind of a darker book, so I want to make sure I incorporate those elements into it. And um, what, I, what I really find is going to be really cool about it is it's going to have this bold white text. So I'm really excited about um, adding that. And I know for sure, like, this is the prototype cover I feel most confident about. Um, so I, I'm really excited to get this one, like, done. I don't know if I'm going to do it or if I'm going to have somebody else do it, but my prototype cover looks really good. So if I can just have that, like, like made like that, then, then yeah, I would go with that. But um, we'll see how it goes. I don't know if I want to have somebody tweak it or um, act to see if the images are okay to use. But uh, other than that, yeah, I mean... I kind of just pick out elements from the book that, you know, are, are rep representative of the, of the story and the mood. Mostly the mood, I think. But they also kind of reflect the title, maybe? Mm -hmm. I just kind of want it to feel like how the book is going to make you feel. Like, when you start reading, that, that's what I want, is to captivate that feeling in a picture with how you're gonna feel when you're actually reading it through words um, but yeah and then my other ones um, those are very very prototypey um, trying to think what they even look like I, I haven't gone back to them in a while as you can tell <laughs> but um, I don't know I mean, I mean it just I know that one I'm very confident in but my other ones I'm still kind of working on I think um, so we'll just see how that goes, but I know for sure, like, colors are very important to me, um, depending, you know, on the theme of the book, and just the mood of it, I think. And also, I, I know, like, time. Like, when we were talking about settings and, and time and place, um, I want to, like, make sure that that is going to be displayed on my cover. So for my like book that takes place in ancient Egypt, I want it to look very, you know, like ancient Egypt, Egyptian. So I'm going to probably have a lot of like yellowy colors. I don't know if I'm going to do like some kind of like pyramid thing or something. I haven't figured that out yet. Um, but yeah, we'll just see how it goes and yeah. <laughs> Um, as far as me, I love playing around in Photoshop, so prototype, prototyping covers is something I like to do very early in the process, at least having something to kind of, an some kind of idea of what I would like the cover to look like. Um, sorry, I must be really tired. Um, I, um, so Helen Heels, it's funny, I look back at that cover, and the prototype is, is, has many of the same elements that actually went into the cover. It had a red, red high heel. Helen Heels's cover had a red high heeled shoe, and a black and white photograph of Chicago's the back, the Chicago backdrop, back um, Chicago skies skyline, and um, it was very cheesy. My version, very photoshopped, and kind of cheesy font. But Robin, um, my cover designer, took that vision and made it a very professional, great cover. And the cover also was able to have continuity that could be used in the sequels. So it has um, like a um, standard font for the first how many words, and the final word is always in a white cursive, like a white cursive. And then the Chicago um, background is a, a con is a, one of the continuity thing pieces, so that'll be in every background. But the, what changes is the color of the uh, solid font, the color of the ribbon at the top with my name on it, and the object that is um, in color on in the forefront. 
and I try to make all of them really bright colors like Helen Heels was red like a bright red fire engine red um like a um it was like a, a blue for a uh, private dancer it was like a light blue uh, ideal hero is pink 